you know, we yeah. actually had one called the Choosin. We had to drop it because it was just too close. Too close. Okay. Yeah, they got started a little before the Choosin. <laughs> <laughs> We're very big on just slightly tweaking things and making it our own. Yeah, it's yeah. a Texan though, so C H O O S I N apostrophe. Choosin. Yeah. What Choosin? Howdy, Jesus. Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, y'all. This is the Beatitudes. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Beatitudes. I'm Jeff Shufflebein. I'm going to stop with this accent. I can't do it. <laughs> I try. He's, he's wearing a very Texas shirt right now, and so he's trying to lean into it. How would you describe very Texas, Paul? Well, the whole shirt is a basically a Texas flag, so it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Like uh, You went to Six Flags and stole one of them and <laughs> sewed it into a shirt. I'm a ride. Yes. <laughs> a wild, wild ride. Yes. It is a roller coaster. As a co-host. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, is a, it is a roller coaster on this side of the table. Welcome, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, you know, oh, you were, oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. That was like <laughs> 15 a, years yeah, ago. Yeah. I think longer 08, than that. Yeah. Like an 08 but I, wasn't commercial. That a, okay. So my name is Jeff Shufflebein. Welcome to the Beatitudes. <laughs> this is a show for Christian men looking to grow in humor and holiness as we follow God's will in our life without taking ourselves too seriously, but taking our faith very seriously. And thinking of very seriously, I'm joined by co-host Nick Besner. I'm Nick Besner, and this is my very serious intro. God bless you. <laughs> and Paul Coker. Howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. There you go. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Uh, one time I had relatives visiting from Chicago. This is no joke. I was probably 10 years old, and they are like, we want to see cowboys. We want to see, you know, they don't talk about it. However they talk. What is it? Show some, show oh. some cowboys. Bang, bang. Uh, <laughs> 1920s New York. <laughs> big, big, big city. Huh? Extra, big, extra. Big extra. Show me some cowboys. <laughs> Where's all the newsies at? Uh, so anyways, uh, they're like, we want to see cowboys. And I'm like, well, they don't exist unless we go to the stockyards. Like, that's not like my life. I live in a real city. And we go to Hewlin Mall on the south side of Fort Worth. And I'll be a monkey's uncle if there isn't an, a man slowly riding on a bull across during the red light to go to the mall. And I'm like, I've never seen this in my life. <laughs> this isn't fair. This is not Texas, but took, took his bull to Hewlin Mall. Speaking of welcome. Welcome to Alex Trevino for being here, our guest. That's probably the most random two minutes of my life. I've ever experienced. You can't get oh, it back. Oh, I, buckle up. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it only gets worse. No idea what to expect. I mean, I, it only I gets worse from here. Yeah. Worse? I mean, better. better. Okay, great. They're okay. synonymous. Awesome. They're synonymous. Um, <laughs> speaking of worse, this shirt does not breathe. So let's stay focused here. I am sweating. <laughs> I'm wearing a flag. A, as we all are in Texas. Material. Right now, so. Yes. That's right. You it's know, a very Texas. You're just getting thing. into character. You know, you're just really. Feeling it. Alex he's already it. he's already justifying our, our craziness. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's the person that when you get off the roller coaster, he's like, Is everybody okay? Uh, yeah, does anybody <laughs> need orange slices or, a, or <laughs> an ecto cooler? Brought me back to like elementary school soccer. Yeah, outside. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> orange slice. Snack you were just on the Beatitudes. Have a snack. Just <laughs> come on, cool down. There's no need to be so hyped up right now. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Beatitudes. You know you have a hand in this place, right? When I was uh Thinking about moving into this office and talking to you, you are a video, sound, personal brand. I don't even know how to exp explain you. You're like a guru of this kind of stuff, like being a thing. Yeah, video production, marketing, acting, uh, 
film production, video production, branding, all, all of the above. If we put you on the spot and made you do a monologue right now, do you have one ready to go? It's been a while, so no. Okay. <laughs> Being honest, I mean. Paul, yeah. do you have a monologue ready to go? Uh, no, I don't. I should. Do you know at one point the monologue, and I'm not, I don't have this ready to go, that I had worked out was uh, Matthew McConaughey in, uh, what's the John Grisham novel? Oh, uh, The Firm? The, not The Firm. No, no, he no. was one with the little girl oh. in Mississippi. It's, yeah. And at the end, he says, Now imagine she's white. And oh. they all like, had that more. Like, I had that thing memorized, but if I tried to do it now, it would just turn into a few good men. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Yeah. That she was white. <laughs> That's like, the, I'm just <laughs> putting it all together. Okay. Acting. Let's go all the way back to acting. Is that a current part of your life? That's the past. That's the past, and it's trying to find a way to make itself current Ooh. and future, and I've been putting it off for a very long time. Perhaps the Beatitudes listening are going to cause that to accelerate. Perhaps. I don't know if that's going to be a great thing or a terrible thing, <laughs> but you know, it, it's creeping back into my life right now. You actually. know, I love telling stories and pumping up my friends, but I'm not too big into details, so I've made up a bunch of stories about the different things that you've appeared <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I hope like at least some of them are real. Oh, they're pretty awesome. Well, okay. they might be real, but they're all awesome. They're all great. Okay, yeah, good. people around good. town are like, the dude's legit. <laughs> what uh, kind of acting work were you doing? Uh, back in the day, down the street, University of Dallas, I mean, we studied drama, um, a lot of Shakespeare, medieval, Greek and Roman tragedies, uh, some modern stuff. I mean, I met my wife doing A Midsummer Night's Dream. She was uh, one of the lead roles, Helena. Uh, and that's something we have in common. I was also a f- dancing fairy. <laughs> Your stage was a lot bigger than mine. I will say that theater, it's a, it's a you know, it's a Seems thrust like stage. You just fits, put that out there for people that have never watched people, this show so. before. <laughs> <laughs> There's all. If you run into Jeff, just ask him about, ask him about Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we got that in common. So you were, which one were you, Cobweb? I, I don't, I think they dropped all of our names. I was just the one that had like, Short skirt, bald head, <laughs> strap like strapless. Like it was an Indian themed fairyland, so I had like all these beads all around yes. my head and stuff. Yes, there's pictures on Facebook, so if you want to dig down deep enough, you'll find them. <laughs> or just share them with us. We'll yeah. put them in the show notes. Great. Uh, so wait, too. so you were acting, you're stage acting, and your wife is Helena. Yeah, and then w- that's how you started to date. That's how we met. We met there. Did and you we meet were, we the very friends. dead center of the summer? No, we met. Oh. <laughs> That would have been. I mean, no, it's it like the, middle, the longest middle fall, day. Middle of fall, actually. Oh, midsummer yeah. falls. But Eve. It, it's 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 weird though. I something that I that I do is I remember days very very well. I met her September thirteenth, two thousand nine. Met her at ten thirty p.m. We were walking across the street, and a mutual friend introduced us. I remember exactly what she was wearing. I remember all of that. She couldn't probably even tell you the year that we met. Bravo, my man. I was going to play some like sappy oh. music. Like, well, she obviously <laughs> really cares. So that's really cool, Alex. Thanks. We all can do that. She Thanks. doesn't even know my middle name. <laughs> but yep, I, okay. remember, I remember the day. And then you just started dating in college and took off. And About six months later. Yeah, did she say, it's, it's me or acting, Alex? What's it going to be? She did. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> no, no, kidding. No, we're not going there. Whoa. Not, not in this show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's open up this can of worms. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, no, no. She was, she was very supportive because she stopped being interested in it right when I started getting interested in it and you know actually started getting good parts and things like that. Nice. So it worked out really well. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you could play imagine two like dramatics, you know, <laughs> being dramatic on stage. It just it doesn't end well. So mm. yeah, it worked a counterbalance. Really well. yeah. yeah, it worked out great. Uh, yeah. My Amanda is definitely not somebody who's going to jump on stage in Midsummer Night's Dream and or dance off Broadway. So 
got a good counterbalance. Good. Yeah, thanks, thanks be to God. Uh, what's your dream? If you get suckered back into the acting world, your dream role is something like? That's a great question. I haven't thought about that in a long time. I've been, you know, I've been, I don't want to share a whole lot. I've been developing over the past few years a story from the New Testament that has not really been done before mm-hmm. in the way that I'm, I've been developing it for like the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I was, you know, in the middle of developing when then everything acting wise kind of fell apart for me. Sure. Wasn't really doing it anymore. And so um, I've just been feeling called to jump back into that. Nice. Project. Don't yeah. you feel Paul, like uh, me, you and Nick have a lot in common with Alex now because we started developing something a little while back and it's on the sea of Galilee where all these dudes gather around and learn how to live in the Beatitudes. And so we're kind of like ex- expressing yeah. that part yeah, of yeah. the New Testament that's often over. Yeah. It's, on, it's the exact same line that I'm thinking. Thanks for lying to indulge us. He's a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> it's an aspect that, you know, you, I don't think it has been quite figured out on the show, but together we'll have it like fully. There you go. He is a good actor. Yeah, I felt he I sold actually felt very connected felt to that. Yeah, good, good, okay. Good. Something <laughs> like um, we were gonna call it something like um, the chosen or <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Never heard of that. That's, no, yeah. No, I think okay. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> you know, we actually it. had one called the chosen. We had to drop it because it was just too close. <laughs> too close. Okay. Yeah, they got started a little before the chosen. <laughs> we're very big on just slightly tweaking things and making it our own. Yeah, it's yeah. a. Texan though, so C H O O S I N apostrophe. Choosing. choosing, yeah, what choosing? Now, howdy, Jesus, shalom. <laughs> um, <laughs> your career. Let's keep going on this path. You graduate from the University of Dallas. Yeah, before that, I worked on a movie for six months, what? and that's what really changed my life. What was uh, it? that movie? Is Little Boy? It's a Little World Boy. War II drama. Came out about Whoa. seven, eight years ago. At this point. I was on that shoot for six months, and uh, it, we shot that movie. I was like the assistant to the assistants on that movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, and on that movie, uh, we got to shoot it on the on the exact location where James Cameron made like ninety percent of Titanic in Whoa. Baja California, Mexico. So you know, we would be like taking breaks, and there'd be a basketball court right outside of the shoot, like right outside of the set, and that's where Leonardo DiCaprio had his basketball court. So like, it's still standing there today. No so way. So it's just really cool, you know, like little lifeboats from the Titanic. You know, were all over the place. <laughs> it's a really cool experience. Uh, but, you know, I got two really cool jobs on that one that I kind of had to take care of on, on them for the most part. Uh, one, I got to actually drive the film, like the actual 35 millimeter film from the shoot to L.A. every other weekend. Whoa. So I had like a multi-million dollar film with my responsibility <laughs> being driven across the border. You weren't like you on know. a moped, right? No, I was in my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best <laughs> no. On the border. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please. Do you speak Spanish? I do fluent. So it was easy oh, back and forth. Nice. Yeah, worked out great. <laughs> Million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Spanish. Uh, good, good job. <laughs> you you could have done my job. That's your new accent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, the, with the Texas shirt would have been something else. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. True story. I bought this shirt in Fort Worth with five other people. They all bought the exact same shirt, and we all wore them in downtown Fort Worth. And everybody would go, where are you guys from? And we go, Dallas, San Antonio, Fort Worth. And they're like, no. Where, like, where did you come from? We're like, like 30 minutes away. <laughs> Why are you all wearing Texas They thought you were a band or something. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, man. Uh, my father-in-law was part of that. Couldn't and, uh, possibly be from here. No. Yeah, no. Why would you ever no. wear your own? Yeah, just mental terrorism. That's right. It's like wearing a Beatitude <laughs> it's a, shirt it's on a the Beatitudes. <laughs> mental terrorism. Going in so many tangents. I love this show. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank love you. It. First yeah, time so listener, uh, long time guest. Yeah. Is what I'm yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's yeah. just you've been listening as long as you've been yeah. a guest. It's it's yeah. a semi-baptized stream of consciousness. Is Wonderful. basically what we do. What yeah. was that old meme? I'm I was this many days old. Like Alex yeah. was this many minutes old when he started listening to the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much. It's okay. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, keep going on this. So yeah, you the, expand your horizons after this. Keep going. Yeah, so that movie led to, I met a lot of different people on that movie. It was made by a bunch of Catholics, the guy who made the movie, the guys who made the movie Bella. Um, that was their second movie. So, you know, got to meet a lot of awesome people, got to work on a lot of projects after that, graduated school, came back and finished. Nice. Um, yeah, and then, you know, developed that, came to Texas like you, did a bunch of, you know, commercials, things like that. Yeah. Um, then started having kids, you know, got a little more, difficult to kind of balance all that because I was just being pulled in all these different directions. So I said, okay, well, what am I really good at telling stories? And I know how to use a camera. Okay. Well, whose stories can I tell people who have money, who has money, business owners. Uh, I realized a lot of business owners don't have money later. So that wasn't necessarily true. <laughs> Foiled again. Yeah. yeah boom. But you know, in like my young creative mind, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to ask like a brick and mortar. Like, Hey, do you need a video of like, you know, me following you around for a day and we'll post it on Facebook and throw like hundred bucks in ads on it. I'll do it for like $500, you know? And that's how I literally started working behind the camera. It's entrepreneur right there. Yep. That's it. And doing stuff for free, doing stuff for cheap, um, you know, uh, screwing people over, getting screwed over. I mean, I learned so yeah, many. I feel like you're showing me right now because the rate you gave me was 500 bucks an hour, not 500 bucks a project. We should have <laughs> talked seven years ago. <laughs> Gotta get in. I was happy to right pay you. You, make, yeah, you yeah. make great stuff. So you're worth, you're worth triple that for the next that's, person. That's great. And, uh, <laughs> it just took, you know, like, I mean, today on, in, on Instagram, I, po I did post a video about just what took, you know, what, what I've learned over the last seven years. And mm -hmm. it was really the, the realization that anything that goes wrong in my business just always ends up being my fault, whether I like it or not. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was a hard pill to swallow when I realized that two years ago. And I think that's where on, in growing on growing this business from being a video production company to adding more strategy and more consulting to now a full-fledged sort of marketing agency. Nice. That's the big thing that I've learned along the way is that if something is, if, if I don't like something in my business, it's, it's my fault. Alex, if somebody hears that, and they are trying to internalize that with their own work. Where, how would you guide them or at least reflect on your own part? Like that, that doesn't become a place of self-loathing. Like my fault can yeah. have a different bent for some people. Well, yeah. Cause it, you know, it's not the, it's not the point of being like, okay, you need to find what's wrong with your business and then just start blaming yourself. What, what it does, is it helps you create the solution and act to get the, to mm -hmm. the actual long-term solution. Once you identify that, you know, you pretty much are the root of all the problems that happen in your business. Yep. So, That's what I've learned from my experience. Because fault is just really, I mean, when you're saying that, it, it sounds like a loaded statement, but it's the other side of the responsibility coin. The responsibility coin, yeah. Right, because as soon as you say, well, that's my fault, well, now I get the, I'm empowered really to solve the problem because I'm not stuck in a place of blaming something else or someone else. Right, and in the first five years, I spent that time blaming everyone else except for the guy that I was like staring at in the mirror, mm. if that makes any sense. I never looked at that guy. And that and that's in 2021, I remember exactly where it was. I was, in, I was at a course and I heard this line and that's when I went home at night and literally looked at myself in the mirror and was like this makes a lot of sense <laughs> <laughs> that was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. not looking and, in the mirror that's weird for an actor though right <laughs> yeah I'm not a huge fan of looking at my own performances oh is it, that's, yeah. that's is it, fair you yeah. kind of want to let them go yeah exactly yeah. is it They're easier to is it easier to blame yourself because you don't have any employees or do you have employees I have or? I have yeah <laughs> <laughs> it actually it's my fault yeah. 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 weird that it took so long to come right. to this realization right here yeah. fired <laughs> uh no thankfully right now I'm, I'm blessed with 
incredible contractors sure. and incredible people who helped me uh, bring all these things to reality. And, it, and it's been a really good exercise in me sort of letting go of things in my business and figuring out how to, you know, replace myself in the business so that I can work on meeting people and getting to know people. That's where my, I feel like my strength is as a business owner is, working is connecting on the with business. people. Yeah. Yeah. Can we put in a plug, a plug for your business now? How do people find you? Yeah, so the easiest way, Instagram, at Alex Trevino 1989 That's where I post a lot of my own personal brand. You and Taylor owner, Swift. All that kind of stuff, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, both of us together. <laughs> uh, that's right. She probably has like 100 million more followers than I do, but, you know. Come on. It, combined, we have 100 and million and 1,000. Alex, <laughs> when I hear you, that's your fault. It is my fault. <laughs> Whoa, Look in the mirror. All what right. can I do about it? All right. <laughs> See, this is good. This is how it works. Because now, next time we talk, I'm going to, I don't care if I have to buy them or whatever. I'm going to have a lot more followers now. <laughs> What's the name of your business? Project 36. Where does that come from? Comes from me being from the city of San Antonio and mm. with Texas. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> the Battle of the Alamo occurring in the year 1836. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. And, and you I know. Always the, remembered it. 1836. <laughs> I got yeah. you. And the idea is I want to give, you know, business owners in the state of Texas a sense of freedom and a sense of independence. Nice. And the sense of, you know, I don't have to be in my business all day long, you know, editing videos, creating my own content, coming up with the strategy, the, the, all, all of the different problems that come to marketing, we can take care of that for you. I'm also picturing you in the Battle of the Alamo and, you know, friendly fire was a big thing back then and actually, like, stab somebody with your bayonet on accident be like, my fault, that's my fault. See, it, it'd be weird for, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be weird for me because I'm, I'm half Mexican, half yeah, not what? Mexican. So, I, don't, I don't know what side I'd be just on. Just fight everybody. I, I just stab everybody. everybody. Yeah, 360. Like, just yeah. keep running back and yeah. forth. Yeah. When this thing's over, Everybody's I will gonna win. Everybody's going to want to kill this guy. <laughs> you keep killing everyone from both if sides. If Alex stays yeah. alive, he wins. Stephen F. Austin and Santa Ana. Both. In my way. Wow, that, is, that is something else. Yeah. All right, let's keep the uh, let's keep the good times going. Maybe we can uh, get you to judge us a little bit on something we want to pull out, a game that we'd like to play with you. Called and, great. Blessed are the joke makers, for they shall inherit the 77 points. 77 points. This is really big. Hey, Alex, so I don't know if you've seen the show. Paul's going to explain this to you, and then you got to get judgy, like you're the uh, casting crew. Great. I love judging people. Perfect. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So... Uh, all right, so we've got a character card here, the green card with a mask on the on the back, and we've got to act as that character to answer the Catholic card game question or prompt or fill in the blank, whatever it is. So the character we have to uh, take on is, oh, just a cartoon character. <laughs> so, I just did. <laughs> Whoops. I've always done that. Yeah. <laughs> so car as a cartoon character, and I guess that means in any of them or, or all of them, none of them, uh, you have to answer the prompt. My old Catholic grandma is known for blank. Oh, my old Catholic grandma is known for making pancakes to look just like me. Oh, pretty cool, right? Maybe adjust the volume settings on that one when you produce the episode. <laughs> that was powerful. I'll take that as a compliment. You ever had Mickey Mouse pancakes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this went full circle. That was great. Three of them, actually. Three? Circles. Three circles. Okay. <laughs> Just went back to first grade there. Wow. Syrup. <laughs> Paul? My, my uh, grandmother is known for uh, uh, praying pray, uh, uh, rosaries for me. Rootin' dootin' rosaries. <laughs> <laughs> is that Porky Pig? 
I was I was going for that, but yeah. I, I kind of fell off half halfway through. That's I mean, my fault, though. That's no, your no, no. fault. That was like Porky uh, for Mammal. Thanks. Yeah. Because he switched a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I do, too. Well, gosh, my <laughs> grandma was known for always having the extra bones to play with in the backyard. He's so goofy. Oh, I've got, I've got one more. Sorry, I'm just gonna toss <laughs> this in there. Can, can I say this real quick? Like y'all, you know, the, the the actors on this side, his eyes like just what got the most into like what oh. he was doing. He snapped into the next that level. Was awesome, yeah. That was, that was nice. Hey, Thank as you. the assistant to the assistant that's producing the show, you can spot that talent that he did with his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Okay. <laughs> just, I just have one more about uh, my old Catholic grandma. Okay, so. That's it. She did that, though, for real? Yeah. Gosh, I didn't know that. Like, is that a true story or just acting about her? No, 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 that's true. Yeah, it really hurt every time. Oh, that's yeah. hard, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. All right, Alex. <laughs> Alex, what's it going to Who's getting those 77 just, big ones? Who's giving the, the 77? Yeah, all of them. Ah, oh, I can't divide them up. No, dude, this uh, is the judge part. You said you were so good. You said you were so good. Yeah, that's right. I'd, I'd yeah. seen the show so many times. I knew that I could <laughs> divide the. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got to cast <laughs> one person. Yeah, yeah. For um, this part for the part of most ridiculous. It's gonna be Nick. Yeah. Yep. Do that Let's dance, go. Nick. Do that dance, Mickey and Goofy. <laughs> Gosh, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that I was gonna win. <laughs> My goodness, that's I think that's whatever the female goofy is, Giffy. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Definitely not. I was trying to think of Mickey and Minnie. Yeah, I see yep. what you did there. Goonie. Go- <laughs> hey, brother. Failed, failed Disney character. It's my I fault, Paul. Yep. That's the new punchline of this whole show. Well, speaking of not my fault, you did an awesome job judging, regardless of the outcome. We're proud of Nick. We're proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Passive aggressive, yeah. <laughs> Regardless, I don't know that, that with this life that I've lived, that if I say anything, it's not taken as passive aggressive, or just that it doesn't sound that way. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's your fault, Jeff. It's my fault. <laughs> Here's something not passive aggressive. You earned big time a pair of Catholic socks. Oh, sock my first ones! No way. I'm glad you didn't say that in front of our previous guest. You're getting <laughs> San Jose Sanchez Del Rio, who was part of the Cristeros War, and. uh Shouted out the I will I will never give in. Long live Christ the King and yep. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Walked with his bare feet, yeah. bleeding down the road. Known quite well. He's awesome. Brother, Which is why the socks are red. Oh, on and the, the feet. Yeah, we just wow. That. Look at that. Yeah, off air. All the symbolism. But given your uh, Santa Anta slash uh, uh, Sam Houston, do you want me to rip these apart and get another pair of like rip those and put like some of your Texas flag on one yeah, side? Yeah, so we can. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that. Awesome. Sweet. Beatitudes, oh, if you want to get great. your own pair of sacrilegious socks, including the martyrs from the Cristeros War, go to sacrilegious.com slash beatitudes, and you can get 10% off your next order of socks. We will be right back after the break with more of Alex Trevino. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Alex Trevino, uh, Trevino, 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 you know, with the tilde, with the tilde, exactly. yeah, tilde. with the Alex Trevino with the tilma in the first in the first segment, <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned, uh, being part of a film called little boy. 
Uh, as a little boy, did you know that you wanted to be a creative and filmmaker? No, not at all. Okay. I wanted. I was a total jock uh, oh. in middle school and high school. I wanted to be um, an engineer. I wanted to build roller coasters. I literally wanted to go work for like Walt Disney Imagineering or something similar to that. That's what cool. that was my dream. And uh, I, in junior year of high school, I literally lived the life of Troy Bolton in High School Musical. I was him. Mm, wow. Yeah. That's what happened. I, you I would got, sing in the cafeteria? Got, we didn't go that far. Oh, okay. It's not a, you know, it wasn't an actual Disney You could cry on command? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I could. And we did dance in cafeteria. I'm just going to say yes to everything now. My wife Improv, loved like, yes, watching Andy. you on Disney yeah. too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, but no, it, it ended up working out exactly, not exactly like the movie. Cause you know, in the movie you get to, do, he gets to do both the show and, mm-hmm. the, ah. and, and win the game. I only got to pick one. So I picked the show, not the game. Mm. Uh, that's how it worked out for me at least. Because, because the, real life, real life, you don't, you know, you don't get to get both choices. And, yeah. Know. Not, not all sure. the time. Right. Like right. it's not always going to fall into place like a Disney movie. Right. Yeah. Seems sure. like right. a biographies in the works. I picked the show, not the game. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. Love the show. Wow. Subtitle, it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so what kind of what kind of work are you doing? Who are you working for? Like give us a sense for like What's a client like day in the life? Clients are all over the place right yeah. now and that's because I've been kind of trying, you know, just the different facets of owning a marketing agency put me in a bunch of different situations, but sure. the ones where I'm most comfortable with right now and where who I'm really working with are either small business owners or um, more particular, anybody in the real estate profession, loan mm-hmm. officers, realtors, brokers who are looking to build their personal brand on social media and just kind of have no idea where to start because they think, oh, it's overwhelming. It's going to take me too much time. I don't know how to make a plan for it. How do I shoot it all? It takes me 20 takes to make a video and then I got to edit it and then I got to distribute. Like all those questions come Fascinating. And, you know, I kind of hold their hand as much as they want me to um, throughout that process, right? And make a 12-month plan for them. Here's what you're going to do for a whole year in order to build your personal brand. Nice. It's a market right now while we're shooting this that, you know, is not going super well for them which means it's the best time to be promoting yourself yeah. on these places. Yeah. We talked earlier about your Instagram. <clears throat> I'm not on Instagram. How does somebody find your website? Project36.com. Okay, I thought you were going to say, don't call don't. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's myfault.com. You, you are not the target market. <laughs> I got to trademark that. I got to no. trademark Yeah, it's, it's myfault.com. It's going to lead you to some but interesting clients, new clients. But, but for clients, I don't really mess up ever.com. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I make, oh my gosh. I make your success my fault. Ooh, yes. Nice. And I'm good at it. Yes. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all are so never going to let this go. So there's this. Like I'm going <laughs> to high five you. In the, right. Yeah. So there's this, there's this piece of it, right? There's, yeah. there's real estate and like some kind of like as a, as a personal brand, but then is there any like selling the investment story or anything like that? Um, yeah. What, what do you re- well I just he left private equity yeah I know they, that you were working oh, with Satori brand videos and things yeah. like that that's the world that I started in that's the world mm. you know that I, I feel very comfortable in as well those clients just haven't really come in as often as they used to Got but it. there's definitely you know there's a couple of Catholic products I'm working on right now that are you know in the six figures where it's you know we need to create a series of videos yep. and those you know those have a ton of logistical issues um, a ton of planning issues, scheduling. I mean, there's those are those are big beasts to 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 deal with, and those are fun because you know I get those maybe like once a year, once every eighteen months, but they're big projects and they take a long time. Like you know that one, 
That one has taken six months to to plan out. We're going to shoot it over the course of two months, and it's going to take about six to eight months to edit. And that ends up on major networks and that kind of stuff too. That the Catholic one, world. That one's going to be distributed to churches, schools, oh, dioceses, things like that. It got won't it. be like that. That's a it's a nonprofit got project. It, got it. Yeah, I just know you're in a lot yeah, of projects. Yeah, so it's more so than just like more of them. Yeah. it's more than just like the single realtor. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's also like a Catholic organization yeah. or any organization in general who says, "Hey, we have we we have this series of like uh, you know, one that I worked on was 180 videos talking about 180 different aspects of the wow. Catholic faith." Whoa. That one never got done and that one I yeah, really I know why. <laughs> Yeah. Never got done because yeah, it was zero that, that, that shouldn't one, have been on there. That one was not my fault. <laughs> okay. Tell us your 180 point plan. That that one was not my fault. I will say. Um and I'm not going to get into that here. Sure, sure. Uh but uh that one wasn't it was an awesome project to work on because it was massive it, it mm. had the potential to do a lot of really good in in the catholic church and uh, it, it fell through sure. for reasons i can't control and uh yeah it was pretty unfortunate just because it, it would it was a, it would have been a, an extremely impactful project well so i like what you said there though for reasons you can't control because there, i mean there's a, a value in taking responsibility for as much as you reasonably can right because right. otherwise you can't change certain things but but I do think it's important to also realize that that flip side is that there are just certain factors that you have to just surrender essentially and just say, all right, Lord, I guess that wasn't that particular thing was not on the radar for you right now. Yeah, yeah. And on that one, like, I'll, I'll just put it this way. It put me in a position where I had to compromise my faith. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a very different situation. Right. And, you know, the whole it's my fault thing we've been talking about for the past, you know, it feels like hours now. <laughs> that one's different. That Feeling one's different. The heat because, of the Beatitude yeah, studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heat. Let's go. Um, that one was different. And that one was, it was because it put me in a, in a, in a, in a position. Um, yeah. And where I had to, you know, make a, make a choice based yeah. on I think in the creative space, you end up in a lot of that gray area. And the, <clears throat> sometimes you just have to roll with it because there's like the, what is the greater good? What's the, the, lesser of two evils. There's decisions you're making in calibrations that are usually of not a large nature, but it's also watching the slippery slope that you don't end up in a complete scenario that is antithetical right. to your faith and your beliefs because we need good people in bad places. Absolutely. We need lights in the world in the middle of Hollywood, and, wherever. You know, you and I, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, of just this danger of making a, a bubble that just gets way too small and way mm. too and more like a like a castle on a hill with a moat and you know nobody in nobody out mm -hmm. and I, we're not all called to do that yeah that's the kind of place though that if you do build it just put all your lights under bushels because that's what you're doing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah well yeah because we're called to be salt and light so taking that out yeah. into the world and being that leaven yeah right okay i want to jump into a tbd question if i may so this is one of these questions the beatitudes question the only answers can't be tbd you got to actually answer the question. So the question that we have for today, a little bit more on the fun side, perhaps you would call it the quirky side, Paul. Quirky. Is um, tell Quir us about quirky? a personal quirky? What? quirky, quirky, quirky. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, the quirky side. Quirky, which is just the top of your keyboard. Why yeah, don't we yeah. um, <laughs> tell us? Do you know what the longest letter you can write? The longest word you can write across the top letter of a typewriter is? Race car typewriter. Oh. Look it up. Okay, isn't that cool? Quirky. Typewriter. Okay. It's like a really cool thing they did when they invented the typewriter. They gave me fodder for the Beatitudes. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> Hundreds of years Race later. cars when you can type all with one hand, I think. I yeah, can type anything off. with one hand. <laughs> okay. I feel like okay. I can type a lot of words with okay. one hand. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Nick's like getting, he's going to kick me under the table. It's just going to take a while. Ow. <laughs> He'll get there eventually. Yeah. Okay. The question is, tell us about a personal quirk or two. Just a couple things about you. 
Uh, I'm happy to go first. Just to are you I'd love to go first. Oh, oh, nice. See, I think about this a lot. <laughs> that's a quirk. Yeah, that's a quirk. <laughs> no, hot, what hot I, start. What, I saw this in like some interview somewhere, and uh, it, the, another word that I have for it, another way to call it. I'm like hijacking your show now and just taking it over. No, go for um, it. We're gonna like, take a nap. It's, it's like, <laughs> 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 okay, it's my the, the way the way I've described it. It's like your serial killer trait. Wow. It's like the thing that like if it comes out that you were a serial killer, that's like, this, make is, this is like better. this is how this is we knew how why this is it. <laughs> we should have seen it, it all. Yeah, so we should have seen sense. it. <laughs> right, dude, that's you have it. put some thought into this. Yeah, I, I, the TBD thing. It just I don't know. It gelled. I love it. I got it. I love it. All but, right, I love this. Yeah. So mine is like I I count in like an obsessively amount of times throughout the day. Hmm. So it's like for example. Like if, if we're like, if I'm like driving and I'm on like a bridge, right. And it's like, not like a little bridge on the overpass. Like I'm on a bridge that, you know, it's like on the, on an intersection and you feel like the, the thumps on the road. Yeah. I try and guess how many of those there's just going to be on that bridge. <laughs> and I like make a bet with myself. Like there's going to be like 19. Have you, ever, have you ever lost? I'm always pretty close. It's okay. Weird. Yeah. Or really like, you dialed know, that in. Yeah. I've dialed I mean, I've known it since I was like five. I got it dialed in. That's my quirk. Wait, this is a on, nineteen on, bump bridge on a bridges or like, and, and then I memorize like how yes. many lines there are, or like you know when when For you see like getaway. a building, like you know how many how many lines of this thing are on you know on the street here, or like on this building there, like that kind of thing. I'm always finding myself you know tr- like counting them and then remembering weird all those weird quirks. Serial killer. About, yep, <laughs> that's my serial killer trait. Wait, how many times a day would you say you count? Like Ooh. things like that. Or like yeah. you know how many steps is going to take for me to get from you know the lobby yeah. to your room? Do you count like, how many? I, how that's many, how many count. He's asking how yeah. many counts yeah, yeah. do you do of counts? How many counts of those? <laughs> I, I dozens. Can like I tell dozens. you a quick driving story that I just have to share? Yeah, yeah. Tell me if I already told you all this, but I was driving one of those fancy cars that tries to stay in the lane. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Did I tell you all this? No, no. We're in Houston. Oh yeah. I'm driving Nick around, and I feel like an old man that's lost it. <laughs> Like this, my arms are shaking, the car's shaking, he's shaking. I had to, I had to take Dramamine. I was like, you know, I'm car sick. Quietly took it without saying a word because he's like, old man Jeff's lost it. The car, Houston has grooves in the roads mm-hmm. for slipping, and the car recognized each one of those as a line, a bumper. So it was auto correcting me a couple times a yes. second, and we looked like we were messed up. Yeah. Crazy. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I was wow. like, my whole body's shaking. It's jiggling. I don't work out very much. And I'm like, Nick, this isn't me. I promise it's not me. <laughs> that is not my quirk. No, that's how you drive regularly. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier when I do. <laughs> What's wrong? He's old. Well, I'll jump off of Alex. Yeah. Mine's that's my quirk. I, uh, I have very similar uh, math related quirks. Like I'll be working out or doing something and it's like, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to do, you know, 15 or 10, you know, reps or whatever. And it's like, instead of like the numbers, I'll always like translate the number to the percentage. <laughs> oh, like 10%. Like, like I'm doing, yeah, like I'm doing, okay, I'm going to do 30 of this. Like, okay, three, six, uh-huh. nine. Oh like, yeah. 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 Yes. But, I'll, but I'll dual track it and I'll be like four five and they're like 12, 15. Like I do it both. It's weird. See, serial, serial killer. killer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how we knew I did, knew I did uh, mental math competitions in high school, so just like it's kind of like in that vein. That was something that they caught you and put you through, or you did that for fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for fun and scholarships and stuff like that. Oh, throw in scholarships. Money. Yeah. <laughs> just then to it sounds try to put, it back in, put you back in your place, yeah. Jeff. Okay. I, re- I represented Texas for scholarships. <laughs> 
Okay, I kind of have two. One is one is a little more common, so maybe not quite the uh, the serial killer vibe. Um, we'll be the judge of that. Okay, yeah. and that's fine. But I thought of a second one that is more of the serial killer vibe, so that, go ahead and cover that as well. But <laughs> um, my first one is chore ADD or like chore DD, where chore like I'll be in the middle of getting coffee ready in the morning. And it's not even like strategic or whatever. I'll just notice something else in the fridge that maybe I'm supposed to pack for my lunch or something for going into work or whatever. And then I'll grab that. I'll stop what I'm doing with the coffee and move on to packing my lunch. And mm. then be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the coffee stuff that I was doing. And I'll go back to that. And and so I will sometimes start a series of chores that all remain unfinished <laughs> until I finish the last one like a Russian nesting doll and then start to work my way back. Paul, if you ever nice. were a serial killer, you could get away with a lot because you'd be hard to track. <laughs> like, well, I think he was making coffee. Nope. He was actually down the street cleaning up golf balls. Like, that's trying to have alibis what? all over the place. Yeah. Okay, well, like, that's very serial killer. So Touche, I yeah. guess. Um, well, so the, the one that's more specifically serial killer, I remember learning some sort of like, it was some sort of Mensa-like thing that was recommended to do in high school where you look at license plates and you look at the letters on them and try to see if you can make a word out of the three or four letters that are there. And and it, what's extra hard is trying to do it where the first letter is not the beginning letter of your word. So you try like, mm-hmm. if it's mm-hmm. like P-S-T or something, you try to do like apostrophe or something like that, right? So mm-hmm. that you're yeah. not starting with that letter. Ah, yeah. But so now compulsively, if I'm driving, it's just every time I see three letters, I'm like, you know, trying to figure out <laughs> a word. They think you're like trying to remember their drive, like the license plate <laughs> no. to find them later. Well, I do like, follow like, closely. It's kind of yeah. like a mnemonic yeah, yeah. device, but kind of so. a pointless one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, <laughs> it's just an exercise. It's a fun game. Yeah, yeah. We knew. I got cut off by apostrophe again. <laughs> I'll get him. That one had FLT on its fault. Oh, that must be Alex Trevenius. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that really his license? No, no. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, also, too, and I feel like, uh, yeah, there's I am trying to be poignant and, you know. Like a dog with a yeah. bone. I'm sorry. You've nailed it. You've nailed it. So, uh, one of mine is uh, that, and this is neurotic. I think that's the right word. I can't drink a coffee if the seam of the cup isn't lined up with the seam of the paper piece around the back (laughs) and the holes are lined up where the mouth hole is directly opposite of the seams to the point where um, I will reposition every coffee cup. No big deal. But I can remember one time starting to drink a coffee cup and setting it down and I was looking around because I realized something was wrong and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And the lid, the plastic lid, the little hole in the back that allows for air to escape was not centered to the hole where my mouth would drink through. And I literally couldn't even consume this coffee because my brain went into shutdown. And I'll do it the same thing, like the label on your grandpa mug that you took from Todd Storch. The way you have it set up is perfect. Yeah, way to go, Grandpa. Um, I'm the same way, obviously. Yeah, like, (laughs) but to the point where, like, somebody will hand me something, and I will work on the whole reset of it. And if I can't make the thing tighten the way it's supposed to, I'm like, we're not, I can't drink this, consume this thing. So, So, like, look, when you're on trial, right, and they the jury sees you, like that with the cup, like you're, they're going to find you guilty. That's right. That's going to be the tell right there. Well, yeah, that gets really weird. And then the other one that I'll just share with you (laughs) that I've never met anybody else in my life who has this to the point where I've had doctors call me a liar and I'm not a liar is I have a spot on my chin that when rubbed causes a hiccup that is spontaneous to the spot, like a hair follicle. I found this in college one time I had a, like a face scrub, but it had like those beads in it. And when I went across that part of my chin, it made me hiccup. 
my kids have figured this out about two years ago. And when they're talking to me, they just sit there and start rubbing my face. <laughs> and, what? and the way they figured it out is by hugging me, their chin will, or their shoulder will rub my chin and I hiccup. And I'm telling you, I didn't make this up. And it took me forever to one time find an internet thing where somebody said it, they had this too. And it had to do with some like exposed nerve somewhere. I have a hiccup spot. <laughs> if you are a hiccup doctor or a researcher <laughs> that is willing to pay money for hiccup research, Please contact me at thebeatitudes.com for hiccup research. <laughs> How many of y'all are there in the world? I'm looking for somebody. I, you're the only one right now. So far. Wow. I mean, it's... Never heard of that. I know. But you that's not serial killer. That's just... Um, I Quirk. don't know. I'm just saying, poor Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been hiccuping since I was 20 years old. Wasn't always my fault. Now that I have kids, it's their fault. You know how that feels, don't you? No. No. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I could have seen you like just like a music video where it's like it's fading out and you're just like looking with your Texas. Would have been nice. Yeah. Just, I'm going to ride off into the yeah. sunset hiccuping. <laughs> My mama always said. <laughs> yep. I thought you were going for some forced gum thing there for a while. Amazing. All right, my friend, we're going to finish this episode out with Reverse Simpsons because why not throw something else in here? Um, we finish every Monday episode differently than any other episode, just like The Simpsons, only completely different. Um, they start episodes differently. So Reverse Simpsons mm -hmm. today, ladies and gentlemen, the three of you are going to play along with this. I'm looking for one-word answers. It's kind of your first gut reaction uh, to the question. We'll probably try to go in some sort of an order here. But I'm going to ask you to describe where you are in life or the specific part of life and what the first word that comes to mind, the first could be two words, but like just describe where you're at with that thing. I'm not going to make this tricky or hard. Does this sound good to you guys? Cops. Okay. Yes. Where are you at right now? We'll go, we'll start down this order. Nick, <clears throat> over. With fitness. Weak. Uh. <laughs> Creatine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Is it real? Uh, I, I've tried it a little bit. I've, I'm not like on it, but I've tried it. You're going to bulk. Yep, yep. I'm gonna gonna lean bulk. Lean bulk. All right, good. <laughs> Fitness. Good job, guys. You got it. Um fun. Where are you at with fun? Happy. Great. Uh, exhausted. <laughs> it's like your full time. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, yeah, I get to do a lot. Twenty hours of, a day. Fun. Yeah. And we actually had a belligerent guy on stage the other night, so that was oh, on stage. Man. On stage. It, I'll, I'll have to, I mean, maybe that's a story for another story time. For another time yeah. he, he started just real quick. He started by getting up on stage, tossing his empty beer bottle onto our grand piano and then swatting the football down in our, in our sketch. Wow. Oh, he was, he was belligerent. And yet somehow I got him to like smirk and, and smile by the end of it. And it ended up being a happy show, but the, the mood change in the audience was instant. It wow. was, it was wild. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, that's, that takes some real skill to work your way through there. I don't, I don't know how it happened, but yeah, thanks. How are you doing, Nick, on pop culture knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> and then Alex, who needs to take a breath? Fine. Fergie. Fergalicious. So, so I'm like 15 <laughs> years behind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, Nick, how are you doing on forgiveness? Good. I don't know how. How do you say like could do better in one word? You could say could do better. Could do, <laughs> could do better. What, say it like say a Spanish word, and I'll tell everybody that's what you said. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 
Calamucho. He said un it could be better. Más, yeah. Un poco más. Ah, muy oh, bien. I just said the name of some drink where you mix <laughs> Diet Coke and red wine, but um, <laughs> could be better. Yeah. I guess that means it could the be same better thing. Too, yeah. It yeah. sounds like that drink could be better. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland on forgiveness. Yes. Fair uh, to Midland. Thank you. And then uh, last one. How you doing overall in your faith journey? Improving. Improving. I was going to say that. You can. <laughs> it's you okay. Can. Improving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to point at him. <laughs> well, you said it first. I got to credit him. You know? It's okay. It's okay. Um, mea culpa? No. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say um, pursuit is pursuit. probably the word. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Awesome. We encourage y'all play along at home. What is the, uh, what's your one word answer to these questions and feel free to go deeper into all your relationships, but especially in male fraternity with one another, how can you go deeper into the kinds of conversations you're having? And remember that one of the things that I think we embody on this show is the ability to be, uh, humorous, self-deprecating, taking fun shots like with and at each other, but never in a nasty way or in a way that's actually demeaning to the person. And if we ever have to do a check-in with each other, we do. So I would just encourage all the men out there to consider what does it look like to model an authentic Christian relationship with other men? Um, Because we are called to be that salt and light. And uh, you guys do an incredible job with that. So thanks for your witness and your wisdom and your wittiness and all of the W's that you brought out for the Wawa show today. But not the wins because he gave up the sports. Yeah, you yeah. chose the show. Chose the show, biz. <laughs> All right, Alex. We're going to be talking about family and faith in the bonus episode. Stick around for that on Friday. Or if you're watching this later, click on that one. Any last uh, last bit of inspiration for the team out there, for the Beatitudes? For the Beatitudes, yeah, just, uh, just keep growing out. I think growing out, a lot of great ideas come from that. A lot of great inspiration comes from that. You know, I know my my – my system of brohood, let's put it that way, is one of the shining lights in my life. And nice. I'm very blessed to have that in my life. And my wife uh, very much supports that. That that's, that's something that, you know, is very important to me and my group of friends. And so that's something that, you know, I, I, I hold very dear to my heart. Well, and I encourage le- everybody to do the same. Your awesome wife lets you come up here for a recording night, um, which Great. we appreciate. And we are going to hear more about your wife and family on the bonus show. We will see the rest of you in the Eucharist. And God bless. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.